0: Everybody. My name is Bill Keeper, and I want to welcome you to our podcast, Practical Wisdom from the Word of God. I believe the Bible is a book that God gave to us that's full of insights, wisdom, promises, and many other things that help us live daily life. So join me for the next few minutes as we look into the Word of God to find that practical wisdom we need today. Should the enemy try to condemn our fight, His righteousness will Well, praise God and welcome again to Practical Wisdom from the Word of God. My name is Bill Kiefer and we're glad that you joined us today. We're going to talk about some things that I believe are going to help all of us walk in more victory and in more power in the earth today. And the thing is, we need that in the church. If you're a believer, if you're a Christian born again, uh, you need to, to be an example. The Bible calls us to be a light unto the world and the salt of the earth. And to do that, We need to have something more than just normal living, and I believe God wants to show us how to rise up above the the things in the world that want to hold us down and to be more than conquerors through Him who loved us. That's my theme for 2021. As we got into this year, God really dealt with me that it's been a tough 2020. There have been things happening that have everybody... Uh, reconsidering things and questioning things and and in some cases being afraid of what the future is going to bring. But God said, I've called my people to overcome the world. Jesus said in John 16, 33 fear not, uh, be at peace, have good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And in John, 1 John 5, it talks about the fact that each one of us who is born of God can also overcome the world. The world is the system that's controlling things right now. It's not the planet and it's not the people. It's the the system that came into play at the fall of mankind. But do you know what? God has never been out of control. He, things are happening exactly the way He wants them to happen. Now that, that doesn't mean every single thing that happens to you, to me, or in the world is the will of God, but it will all be conformed to the will of God as we stand, believe, and walk in Him. So, we've been talking about that idea all year. We've just been through a whole section on waiting and and learning how to be quiet in God, but as I was praying about what was next, I really felt God lead me in a direction, and I kind of batted it around a little bit because I wasn't sure... Uh, I don't know that there was enough to it to make it worth going into. But the more I prayed about it, the more I felt that God said this was where we need to go. And that is, I believe, listen to me now, I believe you as an individual have tremendous potential in God. You know, this idea of potential is is an interesting thing. And and as I've prayed about it and thought about it over the years, uh, potential is is... We're going to define it as we get into this farther, but let me just do that briefly now. Potential is energy that's stored and ready to be released. You have an energy, a power in your life that's stored and ready to be released. In the natural, we, thought, we think of potential in a lot of different ways, one of which being in athletics, for instance. Uh, I love to play golf. I play golf. I played golf for a long time, but uh, and, and I enjoy it. But I will never be a PGA Tour professional golfer. And it's not because I don't practice enough. It's not because of anything else. The difference between me and a PGA pro... They have the potential to be a pro, and I just don't have that. Now, we're talking physically. I simply don't have that kind of physical ability to where I'm going to be able to do what they do. I can do what I do, and I can enjoy it. And so many times in the world, we look at potential, and we're, we're really inundated today, aren't we, with this idea that everybody should have potential, but the problem isn't the potential or the lack of potential. The problem is simply that someone is withholding. Some people have uh, things that they they really shouldn't have or don't deserve, or even if they deserve it, if they have it, I should have it. And uh, the problem with that is, the world just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way anywhere. We've kind of been told recently that this is a real problem in America. We all should have the same potential. We all should have the same opportunity. I'm sorry, bro, but it does not work that way. I. It just. That's just not the way life is. And it's not because of anything other than some people are born in some place, some people are born in another. We have different. Uh, we have different abilities. We have different resources. But you know what? That's talking about the natural. I'm not talking to you about the natural. Listen, there are limitations in the natural. There are things that some people are gonna have and some people aren't. I was not born into a rich family. I was born into an everyday work-a-day family. My parents lived from paycheck to paycheck, and and I didn't have the opportunity to have a big-time education, and I didn't have the opportunity to meet all kinds of I don't I didn't grow up in a city. I live in a small town, so I didn't have the exposure. I played music, I've preached the word of God, but but there are things that I haven't been exposed to. I just didn't have them. Well, there's no point in me worrying about that, crying about that, or blaming everybody else for that. It's just the way it is. But that's the natural. Listen, in God, we all have potential to be something great, both in the kingdom of God and to have victorious Christian lives. I want to read two scriptures and talk about them a little bit today. Uh, The first one is Romans 12, 3. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone that is among you, that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought, but every one of us should think soberly as God has given to each one. In the New King James it says, a measure of faith. The Old King James says, the measure of faith. What is this really saying to us? Basically, it's saying that we don't need to be proud. We don't need to be thinking that we're something more than what we really are. We need to understand that God has given to each person the faith that they need to be what He's called them to be, and He's given to each person the faith that we need to receive the promises of God in our lives, so that we can walk in victory and in power. Uh, this this really is pointing to the fact that that potential and even opportunities don't just come from our self effort, but they come from God. And the thing of this is, if you look at it in the two ways, now, really the Greek word in the Greek, there's not a lot of articles. So the Greek really doesn't say a measure of faith or the measure of faith. The Greek just says, excuse me, for God has dealt to each one measure of faith. And when you put the, the Article A before that, I don't know that it absolutely means this, but it, but it kind of implies that I have one measure and you have another measure. In other words, because of the great calling on my life, God gave me more faith and, you know, you're just called to normal Christianity. By the way, there is no such thing. And so because you're not called to what I'm called, you don't have as much faith as I have because God knew that I'd need more faith. There's a problem with that kind of thinking, and part of that problem is right in Acts chapter 10, verse 34, Peter is talking to a group of Gentiles. God has led them to Cornelius' house. He's preached the gospel to them. They received the Lord, and but even before they re- seemed to receive the Lord or before he had gotten to the end of his message, the Holy Ghost fell on them, and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And Peter's looking at this, and he's saying, I have figured something out. Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no Partiality In the Old King James, it says, God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't care where you came from. He doesn't care how much money you have. He doesn't care whether you live in the city or in the country. He doesn't care whether you live in the United States or, or Kenya or Uganda or, or, or Colombia. That was the place I'm going right now. Or any of the other countries of the world. He doesn't care who you are, where you are, where you're from, what you have, what you don't have. He has given to every single one. One of us I believe it's a little more accurate to say the measure of faith because that implies at least to me that we all have the same one there's a measure there is the measure and it's the same measure for me as it is for you and that measure of faith to I believe it's it's more this than some quantity it's the potential to believe God it's the ability to process the word of God to produce faith in my life and whatever I need to do, Whatever I'm called to by God, or whatever challenge I face, I have the capacity. I have the measure. God has given me the same ability, the same measure as he's given to everybody else. Now, sometimes it looks like one person has more than another because we all know there are some people that have big churches in big cities, worldwide ministries. Some people uh, don't. There are Christians who are are very wealthy and, and able to do a lot of things that many of the rest of us can't. Listen, I don't, I don't have a whole bunch of money in the bank. I got a little bit, but I don't have a whole bunch, but does that mean I have more faith than somebody else or less faith, faith, I should say, than somebody else? I believe there's just different callings. I believe there are different challenges that we face. I believe God puts us where we need to be and, and he will, the Bible makes certain promises. For instance, what about money and finance? My God, the Bible says in Philippians 4, 19, my God, Paul is speaking about his God, the same as my God, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now listen, that's just across the board. That is, that gives me the same potential. Are you hearing me? To have my needs met as someone who has unlimited funds to have their met because we're not Talking about just natural things. You have potential in the things of God. You have potential in the Spirit. If you have been born of God, God gave you the same measure of faith He gave to the name the biggest name preacher or the most famous Christian person you know. God gave you the same thing. It may not look the same on the outside. But if we understand that I can see God move in my life, I can have God move through me. You know, this isn't just about what we get or what we don't get. This is far more about what we are able to give to the world and the the best thing that we have to give is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I can do my job the same as you can, and you can do your job the same as I can, and you do it by faith in God. You have potential, but that potential is wrapped up in our ability to process the Word of God and receive by faith from God. Now, that brings me to the second scripture, and one of my favorite uh, teachings in the Bible. Jesus teaches from Mark chapter 4 on the sower sows the word. Now, I'm not going to go into great detail on that today, but in that teaching, he's talking about the the seed, which is the word of God. He makes that statement very clearly in 13, 14, 15 in there. And then he says, then he says, the seed produces according to the ground. And he talks about three kinds of ground that are all bad ground, or at least... Uh, They are limited ground, and they are uh, pathway ground, which is hard. They are stony ground, which is shallow, and they are uh, grounds with with weeds that will choke the life in the Word of God. We need to, uh, for one thing that we need to do to see our potential, and that is we need to get rid of all those bad grounds we need to make sure that we're not hard that we receive the word that we're not stony and shallow so that we put our own effort and our own time into the word and we need to be sure that we cut out the weeds that are keeping us from producing but then in the 20th verse and and twenty, he talks about well 20 he talks about it says but these are the ones sown on good ground there's three bad grounds one good ground Get rid of what makes ground bad, and you'll be good ground. But listen to this. Then it goes on to say, and those who hear the word, uh, but those who are, uh, let me start from the beginning. But These are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. Listen, if we hear the word and we accept the word, then we are going to bear fruit. Can I just share with you, all three of these people bore fruit, You may be at that place where you're bearing fruit in your life. And uh, you you might be at that 30-fold place. There's nothing to be condemned about. You might be at the 60-fold place. And fold means percent. So you might be getting 60% of what power the Word has and how much it can do for you. Are you hearing me? We're talking about potential. The Word of God has the potential to make you something more than you are just in the natural. And you might be getting 30% of that. You might be getting 60%. You might be getting up to 100%. But what I want to make clear to you today is that God didn't say, well, you know, Johnny over here, you know, he's he's a little slow, you know, he's, he, he, I don't have too much for him to do. So I'm going to give him, he's a 30-fold producer, but now there's the elder of the church over here. And so I got more of him to do. So I'm going to make him a 60 60- fold, 60% producer. And then of course the pastor who stands up and preaches to everybody. I need him to be the hundred percent producer. Now that might make sense. And I heard somebody preach not too long ago that you need to just accept that if you're a 30 fold producer, that's what you are not get jealous of the 60 or the hundred. Well, I agree with that. Don't get jealous, but can we really reconcile that with what we said from the book of Acts where it says that um, that's, that God is what? No respecter of persons. He doesn't look at one person and say, well, that person's a, a, a 60-fold producer and this other per- person is a 100 producer and this other person, well, you know, they're just 60. God didn't create us that way. God didn't put any limitations on any one of us. I just don't believe that we can reconcile that with Acts chapter 10, verse 34. He says, in a truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. You are not limited to... To 30-fold production. If you are at at the point in your life, and you may not know how these numbers relate, but if you know in your heart that you're not producing everything, if you're not seeing around you the kind of production, the kind of, of, of a blessing, the kind of victory, if you're not seeing in your life that you're fulfilling your destiny in God, that doesn't mean that you just God just called you to be 30. He made you less than somebody else. Absolutely not. You can grow to be 60-fold, and you can grow. I believe that we all need to accept the fact that we have the potential to be 100-fold producers in the kingdom of God. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says that all the promises of God are yes and amen to those who are born in Christ Jesus. If you're born again, then you have the same capacity to be successful, you have the same potential to be successful, to overcome, and to walk in the blessings of God. Now, why don't we? Why are we less than a hundredfold? Why are... Well, some of us are, are allowing bad ground to exist. We've gotten hard. Or we, maybe we'll talk about this. We've gotten stony. We're shallow. We don't do any study. If you never look at the Bible yourself and you go to church every Sunday or you go to church every time the doors are open, but you never open it up for yourself, you're not going to produce at your full potential. Uh, if if you have gotten to the place where you've let all kinds of other things, it says the cares of this world, the lust of other things, the deceitfulness of riches entering in, choke the word. And if that's happening to you, well, you need to do some gardening. I'm telling you, you need to get some stuff out of your life. If it's keeping you from victory, if it was any other area, we would look at these things. If we had any discipline and we'd say, you know what, this is keeping me from being successful. I need to deal with it. But you know, one of the problems, and we, we look at it today, and, and we're told so often that the problem is somebody else. Somebody else got it, and you didn't, and it, they shouldn't have had it. You should have had it. Or uh, there's, 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 uh, y- you didn't have the opportunity, or you didn't have the money, or you, you're the wrong race or the wrong nationality or the wrong whatever. Listen, there is no future in that. Things happen. Everybody is not the same. I, I, I'm sorry, I hate to break the news to you, but in Christ, you are. In Christ. Now, in the natural, you may not be able to, come, able to overcome some things, either from other people or from your own limitations that keep you from being successful, but in the kingdom of God, we all have the same potential. Why don't we all see it uh, happen? Why don't we all see the same victory? Why don't we all have the same calling and the same success in our calling? Because, and I hate to break this to you, because many of us do not do what it takes to realize our potential. I know that's not a popular way to think. I know, yeah, and you want to say, well, but if God loves us all, we should all just get everything that we want, and, and, and it all should fall upon us. Now listen, what father treats his children that way? What father doesn't know that he needs to teach his children to function as adults be, or they're not going to be successful in the world. God is the same. He wants us to grow up in Him. He wants us to be able to stand in Him. Now, He'll never leave us nor forsake us, and let me tell you what, He never stops loving you. There, it's never that God is just looking at you and saying, well, you're not doing good enough, so I'm going to withhold from you. God made us a part of this, and I think that's wonderful because I can do something to deal with my limitations to access His unlimited ability. I'm not going to worry. I'm just not going to worry about the fact that somebody else got it and I didn't. And that's a real trap that many of us fall into. Uh, There's a scripture that I want to, one more scripture I want to read. In 2 Peter 1, 4, another section that I really think is just a great section of scripture, Peter says, uh, he's talking about great, exceeding great and precious promises. He says, all of us have been given these exceeding great and precious promises by which uh, have been given to us exceeding great and precious promises that through these, we may be partakers of the divine nature, having us The corruption that is in the world through lust It's the world that we're trying to overcome How do we do that? God gave us great and precious promises And by those promises We can partake of his divine nature Have we spent any time in the promises? Have we we given ourselves to prayer and, And spent time with the Lord? I know everybody's busy but let me just tell you, there's such a thing as being too busy to be successful. There's such a thing as being too busy to allow your, your, your uh, potential to develop. You know, you may take two golfers, and we talked about golfers before, so let me close by 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 pointing this out. There may be two people that have the same ability. They have the same potential. Now, it could be that one of them didn't have access to, you know, a lot of kids uh, that, that are a little bit better off, grow up playing golf, and they play junior golf and all that. I couldn't do that. That. My kids couldn't do that. We didn't have that. We didn't have access to those kind of things. Uh, I didn't have access to college golf and things like that. But say they were exactly the same. They had the same opportunities. They had the same ability. We all know that it's very possible and probable that the one with the greater ability may not accomplish the same as the one with less ability because the one with greater ability will not put the work in. He won't do the discipline. He won't have the dedication. And so very often we see two people with the same or even and one with less potential will reach to a higher level because they developed the potential that they have. My brother and sister, your potential is unlimited. You can walk in power. You can walk in such a way that you will be a testimony, a light to the world and the salt of the earth. You have the same potential to believe the the promises of God that are yes and amen to everyone who is in Christ so that you can walk in blessing. You may not have a million dollars in the bank, but you can have what you need. You may not have unlimited funding, but you can have what you need. The Bible says that we can be supplied unto every good work, that we can have bread for the eater and seed for the sower. And it's God that provides those things. But the potential is not just in the natural. It's not in what you can do in the natural. A lot of people today are trying to build the church on the basis of the natural. If I get the right marketing, the right uh, music, the right look, the right atmosphere, or not atmosphere, but the right look in the sanctuary, because I think a lot of the atmosphere in the sanctuaries is not that great today. But if I get all the stuff that will speak to the people and get my idea, my brand out there, then the church is going to grow. Listen, it doesn't work that way. Our potential is on our relationship with Jesus. And whatever he tells us to do, if we do it, it will be successful. But if we will not develop that potential, if we'll not develop that relationship, if we'll not build that into our lives, then we are not going to realize the potential that we have in God. You have a great potential in God. So do I. We're going to spend some time looking at how to release that. I wonder if you're interested because I'm looking at it for myself, but I'm going to share it with you as well. Well, my time's up. Have a great day in the Lord. God bless you, and we'll talk to you again soon. This podcast is an outreach of Living Word International, a division of Intercession Ministries. If you'd like to contact us, please email livingwordintgreen at gmail.com. That's livingwordintgreen at gmail.com. Have a great day.